Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Hey, I'm Lisa Dent. Steve Bertrand, Kevin, Mary, we're all here. And Katie Fleming is on the phone. Katie is a licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm reading more articles, and it's interesting because it's not something that I think many people talk about, but it's about processing the death of someone who negatively affected your life. And Katie, we're talking not just about siblings or aunts or uncles or grandparents, but sometimes that's a parent, right? Right. Um, This is something that actually pops up more and more, and it's very confusing when you're in the situation, so I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah, I have someone in my life um, whose brother is passing, and they've been somewhat estranged. And uh, he simply said, "Look, I don't, I don't, I don't want to see you. I don't, I don't want to, you know, have a conversation." And and then he's in hospice, and his new wife took over, and then there's no conversation. So I think that will negatively affect my friend because she can't, she can't seek that closure that most people, you know, desire when they're facing, you know, the loss of someone that they grew up with, someone that they loved. Oh, man, that is so hard. And feeling, what I'm guessing your friend is feeling is very out of control at the moment, too. You know, and there's a lot of what should I be doing in this situation? What do I normally do when someone I know passes? And what am I able to do right now? And I think feeling out of control is one of those things that leads us to feeling to feel very, very helpless in situations like this. So what should people do? Because I think this happens to a lot of people and they just don't know how to process it. So what do you do when you're in this situation where someone passes that, you know, you know you should love and everybody knows that you're related to or that you had a relationship with, whether it's an ex-husband or, you know, a parent that you're estranged from? How do you get through that? Yeah, um, the first thing I would say is to watch out for the shoulds, you know, because everybody around you is going to be having an opinion of what you should be doing. You know, let's, um, I'm thinking of, you know, someone I knew who um, it was an abusive parent that uh, they had been estranged from in their adult life. Um, and then the parent passed and they had an identical twin. And the way that their twin handled the the passing of the parent was very, very different than the way this person handled it. And, you know, with other family members weighing in with opinions, oh, you should attend the service or you should try to go to one last conversation before they pass or whatever it is. Um, it really has to boil down to what feels most right for you, what feels safest for you. And a lot of times you're not going to know that until you're in the situation. So, I would say being very aware of what the shoulds, I'm doing air quotes, the shoulds are around you, and then trying to listen to your gut, um, your gut instinct on this one. Because um, there are so many reasons we can be estranged from someone, right? And it can also be our call or it can be the other person's call. You know, one well, we have more control over than the other. There's just this cultural taboo where you don't speak ill of the dead. You know, you know, most people speak, you know, in glowing terms of the person that's in that casket or the service you're attending. And you never speak of anything that they might have done in their life that was borderline evil. 
Right. You know, that's certainly not uh, not something that would be widely accepted if you go to, you know, this person's you know, services, whatever that may be, and all of a sudden talk about how happy you are that they're gone. You know, that is something that would definitely cause a scene, right? Um, I remember a story from a few years ago where someone actually took out an obituary, and I believe it was a parent that passed. And in the obituary, they actually did sort of look at all their grievances. Um, and, of course, that went viral at the time it's so unusual um but the thing is you know pay attention to what you're feeling and it's true that someone in your life that you had a very negative relationship with you know maybe a a traumatic one an abusive one a toxic one whatever it was you might actually feel relief once they've passed and that's not what you're you know supposed to feel when someone passes and so then what do you do with that and i think one of the most important things as we're talking about services is you know, processing the death in your own way without intruding on another person. So you and another person can have totally different and valid feelings upon this person's passing. So as long as you're not imposing what you're feeling on another person, you're you're probably good. Katie Fleming is a licensed marriage and family therapist. I saw a lot of teary-eyed parents posting over the weekend because they're dropping kids off at college. And when we posed the question at the top of the show, is it harder to drop them off at kindergarten or at college? Most of us agreed it's tough dropping them off at college. How do you get through those days? Oh, gosh, dropping them off at college. Oh, man. Um, I would say uh, cherishing every day that you have. Um, I'll be honest, a little hard for me to relate to right now. My uh, daughter is just under two years old, so I've got a ways to go (laughs) before (laughs) we're at college, but it feels like it'll be tomorrow sometimes. Um, I would say you can welcome all the feelings. You can be, you know, excited for your kid and, you know, you know, be very hopeful about what's in, you know, the future in front of them. Um, And also nervous and sad, you know, sad that they're, you know, away from you right now. But I would say focusing on the relationship that you have with them and being excited for how it's going to evolve is probably your best bet here. It sounds like, Katie, when it comes to, you know, therapy or getting through these situations, basically you're saying whatever you're feeling is okay and you just, you don't have to feel bad about, having one particular emotion. Is that part of therapy or? That is absolutely part of therapy. Um, I can't tell you how many times, you know, someone is in my office and they're telling me again, what they should be feeling about a certain situation. And they're so confused because they're feeling something different. So there's this concept called radical acceptance. And basically what that means is allowing yourself to feel whatever it is um, that you are feeling in the moment and to stop fighting reality, you know, to let go of an impulsive need to control a situation and just let things happen as they may. So like with dropping your kid off at college, hey, we're here. Time maybe, you know, moved faster than I wanted it to, but I can't control time. We're here and I'm going to embrace this for what this is and welcome both the tears and the joy that comes with that. Yeah, and it's both. Thank you for joining us. We always appreciate your input. Thank you for having me. Katie Fleming, um, licensed family and marital therapist. And coming up, if you did drop your kids off at college, we would love to know, was it tougher than when you dropped them off at kindergarten? Because the consensus on Chicago's afternoon news is that it's definitely tougher. And a few tips from the experts. One of them, cut back on the constant connection 
We'll tell you what that's all about. Your kids will be thankful for that one. That's on the way. And Steve's newscast next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.